Good day, everyone, and welcome to the Story of America, uh, SOA News. This is our news bulletin of the week of 2022. Uh, I, I fucked that all up. Um, August the 3rd of 2022. <laughs> um, joining me, is, as always, is my illustrious co-host, Rhett, Mr. Hamilton Williams, and... Today, we have a lot of good topics to talk about, so let's go ahead and get the uh, get the goose the goose on out of the bag here. Um, we have unfortunate news to bring. Nancy Pelosi's plane was not shot down by the Chinese Communist Party. That's actually, that's good news. <laughs> but, oh, man. But I, you know what? I'm actually, uh, I'm shocked that she went through with it. Um, she didn't really have a chance, uh, really, didn't really have a choice because if she didn't, they would just, I think, would have uh, further advanced World War III um, if she did. As soon as. Uh, you're lagging on me. It, I don't know why she went, but as soon as it came out that she was going, she had to follow through. Yeah, but you know, the, new, the news broke that. Uh, the reason why the public found out that she was going was because the Biden administration leaked it to the media in order to try to stop her from going. Yeah, that see that that was uh, very strange to find. I, I would always I always expect Pelosi to be in lockstep with whoever the Democrat president is. So I'm surprised that she defied the administration and went anyway. Well, effectually, she is the administration. I don't think that Biden is running anything. I think Pelosi's to put the president of the United States right now. But to see that kind of a division on an issue like that within the party is, you know, some somebody in the Biden administration leaked it. But um, the 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 Chinese response has not really been, you know, I wouldn't, I didn't expect them to shoot her down, but they they started they were a whole talking bunch of, more drills around Taiwan, so it looks like they're starting to escalate the tensions around Taiwan. But that could they be violated the airspace? It could be, but I think that I think that their mentality is: if we don't do it now, we're never going to be able to do it because Trump gets in twenty twenty four. If they don't do it when Biden's president, I don't think they're going to be able to do it. The same thing with Ukraine with Russia. If it's not done while we have a weak president in office. It won't be done. And I and they know that. So that's the reason why they said that they will do it by the end of this year. They have they have said that they will do it by the end of this year. And I have no reason to suspect to suspect that they're going to change their mind. Well, why do you why do you think Biden signed the executive order to start making the chips here? Silicon chips. Because that's our source and they fully expect Ukraine to be taken. I mean, not Ukraine, Taiwan. Um, Taiwan too. And uh I think they'll probably do it. And I think we probably won't do anything about it. You know, I think the war hawks are gonna to try to do something about it, but I don't think that Biden, despite the fact that he did say that he was going to fight them in uh an actual war, uh, I don't think Biden is actually gonna do anything because he didn't do anything about Afghanistan, which there's big news about Afghanistan too, which we get to we get to finally give Biden some credit for something even though I don't think he had anything to do with it. What, um, what was the news on Afghanistan? Uh, the second in command of Al-Qaeda was, oh. was taken out. Yeah, that's not, you know, you know the guy we've been that's not really that big of a deal. Like, are they really causing us that? We're not even over there anymore. Why do we care? Well, I mean, just to punish are... him. 
there are some reasons why we should care about it, and that's because the Taliban has taken over Afghanistan and has been holding uh, al-Qaeda there just openly, and that's how they found him. He was just openly there, like like not even in hiding. Because yeah, like playing cards in a house or something. like. But something also because we have found since Biden uh, removed the Taliban from, and uh, Afghanistan from the terror list, we have captured, I believe, this year over 10 terrorists coming to our borders. Actually, uh, maybe even over 100, I think. I've seen some numbers say that. Well, um, yeah, of course. I mean, there's and, stories coming from the border about people from all over the world, Russians, Chinese. And so I think it's important to, to highlight that with this guy being taken out, who replaces him, which is, is always the problem when you pick these power vacuums, as to whether or not we should be on guard because of the uh, members of al-Qaeda that are currently here within the country that we have no idea where they are because of the Biden's poor immigration policy. And we should be on guard to prevent the possibility of a, another 9-11, whether it be on a small, smaller level or a larger level. I think that'll probably always be a threat. I mean, with this organization, obviously cutting the head off doesn't kill the snake. They're just replaced by another head. It's like a hydra, really. Um, it's a problem that never goes away. Yeah, but and, was... and killing another leader, I suppose it's good, but you know, somebody will replace him. Someone already has, I'm sure. But to see the problem with uh, with Biden uh, killing him is. It doesn't really matter that you killed him if you have completely disintegrated our anti-terrorist policy, which is our immigration system, and they can just come in freely anyway. So what does it matter that you killed him if they can just send their troops over here and and be legally allowed to come here because they're no longer considered terrorist? Yeah, it's easier even for people from Europe it's much easier for them to come through the southern border than to try to wait on a visa. So that's what they do a lot of times. Some people will come through up through Mexico and travel all the way to Canada just because it's it's easier than getting a visa. And a Canadian border is not policed like, well, the Mexican border is not policed either. But the border with Canada is a bit different, obviously. But so... Uh... Let's go ahead and get started with some of the with some of the things today. So, what what do you what do you think that we should start? Well, um, probably the most pressing news because it just happened like a couple hours ago. You're lagging on me again. Congresswoman from Indiana was killed in a car accident. Um, I cannot find the article with her name. The congresswoman. I have a was killed. It's on a, a car I got it on a Fox News article. I've got it right here on my phone. Give me a moment to pop it up. Yeah, because I I seen it on I seen it when it was happening live, and where where is it here? It's not on the Fox News article somewhere. Yeah, it was here on Fox News article. I don't know where it just disappeared from here. Yeah, was I was just looking at it a second ago, and now it's gone. You know what? I'll just type it in here on the on the thing, Congresswoman. 
All right, here it is. Indiana Congresswoman Jackie was uh, Walerski killed in a car crash. She's a Republican uh, Congresswoman from from Indiana. She died at the age of 58 today. She represented Indiana's 2nd District. She was killed in a fatal car crash on this afternoon, Wednesday, the 3rd of August, uh, 2022, in Elkhart County, Indiana. Um, it shows here that there were three uh, individuals within the vehicle that it was a northbound passenger car traveled left on the center and collided head-on with a southbound utility vehicle. All three occupants in the southbound vehicle died as a result of their injuries, which included Jackie Wolorski, 58 years old, uh, Zachary Potts, 27 years old, Emma Thompson, 28 years old. These are all um, members of her staff. The sole occupant of the northbound vehicle, Edith Schmucker, uh, age 56, was also pronounced deceased on the scene. So it, it was tragic as there were no survivors of this fatal car crash. And we do wish her family and the constituency of her district uh, our deepest and greatest condolences. You got to put down the phone when you're driving, man. That, there's no reason for stuff like that to be happening. I mean, it's everybody does that text and drive now and just not look at the road and treat driving like a secondary activity when it should be what you're doing, what you're focused on. And, you know, for me, like I, I was telling you before we started the show, when I drive, I love to even turn on the radio. I don't like to turn on the radio. Um, if I am going to listen to something, it's usually uh, one of my one of my um, podcasts that I listen to, or one of the uh, or something that I'm watching on TV. But I'll plug it in to the uh, auxiliary port, and I'll turn it on before I even turn the before I even turn the car on. Everything is set to go, so that way when I start driving, I never have to touch my phone. I never have to touch the to touch the uh the radio at all. <clears throat> I didn't know who she was. Never heard of her before, but you know there's a lot of congress people you don't hear about, but anyway, what there's what's the number right now? 400 439 yeah. Plus, and then there's the two plus the two hundred senators. One hundred senators. Oh yeah, one hundred. Yeah, two for each state. <laughs> I don't think so, the number uh, ever changes because whenever there's an electoral redistricting, if somebody gains a one, then somebody else has to lose. Well, the way it's supposed to work is if you gain a higher population condensed control. Um, so I, I would imagine that if the birth rate wasn't wasn't down in the northeast or in the north and in, in the northwest, uh, you could probably see California or New York pick up some if the birth rates wasn't down and if people weren't fleeing New York and California, you might you might be able to see them pull up some more. But I mean, do, I mean, we, I think we they lost some. New York, yeah, I mean, California have, and New California's York. Did. lost. 
Florida's game. Lost, um, I think California lost 10. 10? I think they lost one. Was it one? No, It's no, one I'm thinking or two. I'm thinking about how many million. I think they lost like 10 million citizens. Oh. I don't know exactly. But like I said before, I do think that like probably by like 2050, Texas will have more people than California. Maybe sooner. Well, so while we're talking about Congress, let's talk about the uh, next biggest story that we have to talk about here. Um, Joe Manchin and Chuck Schumer have have made a deal to they call this the ant the uh, what is it called the anti inflation bill or something like that the inflation protection bill or or some crap nonsense. I don't know. I haven't seen anything about that. It raises taxes by 15% on corporations during a time of inflationary period. And in the bill that we are supposed to uh, come off of fossil fuels by 2030. And we are supposed to become, uh, well, uh, I think it was complete, uh, we're, no, we're supposed to reduce our carbon emissions by 40% by 2030. Which is basically the same thing as saying screw oil and gas. And we're also supposed to uh do something do something towards climate change yeah. in twenty twenty-three. I'd be down if there was a viable alternative, but there's not. I wanted to show you something that I just that I saw uh on uh YouTube. It was it was a one of the, you know it was a meme that showed up. Well, it wasn't really a meme, but I mean you can you can say it's a meme because of the person who posts the video. John talks, you know, you know that channel. Uh, I wanted to. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it's it's the best Biden meme channel of them all. <laughs> I wanted to uh to to play this video because I think it's quite important uh for us to for our uh, constituency to see. This particular video, um, this half this video is from is from back when, uh, two thousand fourteen. So, Barack Obama was in office at the time, and this was a clip that was on CNN with the founder of the Weather Channel. So let me let me share like the original founder. Yes, the original founder of the Weather Channel. Let me share. Let me share this with you. Screen number one, and we're gonna do optimize for video clip. Listen to this. It's nice to be on CNN. Hello to all your viewers. I resent you calling me a denier. That is a, a word meant to put me down. I'm a skeptic about climate change, and I want to make it darn clear, Mr. Kenny's not a scientist. I am. He's the CEO of the Weather Channel now. I was the founder of the Weather Channel, not the co-founder. And I'm glad you did, because I am addicted to the Weather Channel. I watch a lot I'm of cable news. Now. Hold on just well, a minute. I'm not done. And CNN has taken a very strong position on global warming that is that it is a consensus. Well, there is no consensus in science. Science isn't a vote. Science is about facts. And if you get down to the hard, cold facts, uh, there's no question about it. Climate change is not happening. There is no significant man-made global warming now. 
There hasn't been any in the past, and there's no reason to expect any in the future. There's a whole lot of baloney, and yes, it is. it has become a big political point of the Democratic Party and part of their platform, and I regret it's become political instead of scientific, but the science is on my side. I don't think we're going to come to a conclusion about the topic right here. What I do wonder, oh, though, I know is when you see... we're not, because you wouldn't allow it to happen on CNN, but I'm happy well, that I got on the air and got a chance to talk to your, uh, to your viewers. Hello, everybody. What there I is do, no global warming. What I do... Dude, Brian Stelter is such a clown. He looks like the Joker. He should play the Joker. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, in in my field of science, and from the scientists that I have that I that I follow and that I listen listen to and I watch, and I and I watch the data trends on climatology uh, quite often, and of course, any anybody can make the argument that. You believe the science that you want to believe in, and if you in there, you can always find a scientist that shares your point of view. Everybody can make that argument, but when you have somebody like this in 2014 giving warning about this on CNN, and they're still pushing this agenda, which is about to bankrupt this country. I mean, quite literally, this this bill that they are getting ready to pass. And the only one that can stop it now is Christian Cinema. And this bill that they're, about, that they're getting ready to pass, it will gut this country completely. Just a 15% corporate tax in a time of inflation will kill us. Well, the good thing is it can be undone. Yeah, but Even after, if it's after, after what damage has been done. Well, there will be damage done, but I mean, it's just, I mean, there's nothing we can really do about it. And this bill is over four hundred and thirty billion dollars. Uh, I w I want to pull up the bill. I want, oh, let me see if I can find the bill, the Inflation Reduction Act. Let's take a look at this. I want to share. I want to share my screen again because I want to. I want to look at this. This is just, this is what they call it. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do this here. Let's take a look at it. And what's going on here? You gotta move this on out of the way. And again. Whatever the bill's named, it does the opposite of that. Oh, fuck. I don't want to download this. Okay, so let's take a look and see what it does. How many freaking pages is it, dude? Uh, I don't know. It's probably 5,000 pages long, as they all are. Well, look how long, look how small the cursor is. It's 725 pages. Seven hundred. Nobody said. Nobody's had time to read this. Chuck Schumer and Joe Manchin did, know this, is who did this. Freaking in, writes these bills. Chuck Chuck Schumer and Joe and Joe Manchin did this in secrecy, so nobody else has seen the actual entirety of this bill, and they were about to put it on the floor for a vote, and it's just become released to the public. Nobody's seen this. Nobody's read this. Let's just go over the art these these table of contexts here and see if we can find anything of interest just in these table of contexts, which is probably going to stretch on for like 500 pages. I highly doubt that. It's not going to be interesting. Let's, uh, <clears throat> let's see. It says, so this is what it's called. It's called the Inflation Reduction Act in the Senate of the United States, the 117th Congress, uh, H.R. 5. 
376. Uh, so part one is called a subtitle, a deficit reduction. Uh, let's see here. It says part one is a corporate tax reform. So section 10101, corporate alternative minimum tax, which is going to be an imposition tax. In general, this is uh, going to raise taxes by 15%. So in the ease of the applicable corporation, the tentative minimum tax for the tax year shall be ex uh, shall be the excess of 15% of the adjusted financial statement income for the taxable year as determined under 50, uh, 56A over the corporate AMT foreign tax credit for the tax year. Order corporations in the ease of any corporation which is not applicable uh, corporation, the tentative minimum tax shall be zero. And then uh, that that's pretty much the biggest part about that one, which is just the tax increase. Um, but they also gave an additional, I believe, 50, no, that this, this bill is 830 million dollars. They gave 430 billion to the IRS to be able to perform tax audits on the middle class. And it says exception notwithstanding the term applicable shall include any corporation which meets the requirements of the subparagraph. So if if it has a change in ownership or has a specified number determined by the secretary and which as appropriate taken to the fact and circumstances that the taxpayer of consecutive taxable years, including the most recent tax taxable year in which the corporation does not meet the average annual adjusted financial statement income test of the subparagraph. So I'm just going to go on down to the next part of this. I think that this uh, is a waste of time. Let's see. What does this one say? It's just a, uh, Oh, I don't, don't want to don't want that one. I just want to take a look at what else is in this bill because this is it's huge. It's seven hundred. Here, pages. Here's part two. It says closing the carried interest loophole modification of the rules for partnership interest held in the connection with the performance services, and it says that if one or more applicable, uh, uh. Partnerships interest are held by a taxpayer at any time during the taxable year. The taxpayer's net applicable partnership gain for such taxable year shall be treated as short-term capital gain. So they're going to quash your ability to create partnerships if you make a certain amount of money, which this is actually affecting people who are making $200,000 or more. So the person that owns the gas station is about to be hit hard. Part three, funding the Eternal Revenue Service by improving taxpayer compliance. So by forcing us to be audited, <laughs> we're improving them. So what it, what it does here is that the following sums are appropriated out of any money in the Treasury and otherwise appropriated for the fiscal year ending in 2022, September 30th. It says here that taxpayer services for necessary expenses of the Internal Revenue Service to provide taxpayer services include pre-filing assistance and education, filing and account services, taxpayer advocacy services, and other services authorized by 5 U.S.C. 3109 at such rates may be determined by the commissioner. An additional 
$3,181,500,000 to remain available until September 30th of 2031, provided that these amounts shall be in addition to the amounts otherwise available. Enforcement for necessary expenses for tax enforcement activities of the IRS uh, to determine to collect owed taxes to provide legal litigation support to conduct criminal investigations, uh, including investigate technology, which means that they have the authority to investigate your your cell phone and your electronic banking accounts um, to provide digital asset monitoring, which means that you can no longer hedge against the IRS by uh, by storing your your um, stocks and other investments and things like Robinhood, Cash App, or any other uh, investment firm that you might go to because they now have access to those uh, to those to to take a look at, so they can start taxing you on that. To provide uh, and compliance activities to enforce criminal statutes related to violations of the internal revenue laws and other financial crimes to purchase and hire passenger motor vehicles to provide other services authorized by 5 USC 3109 at such rates may be determined an additional 45 billion 637,000 uh, $637,400,000 to remain available until September 30 of 2031. And, and that's not even the rest. It's not even all of it because it continues to go on saying that the operations will support the IRS, which includes rent payments. So they're, they're able to spy on you to determine how much money you're spending on rent, how much money you're spending on Printing, postage, physical security, headquarters, and other IRS-wide administrative activity research and statistics for telecommunications, information technology development, enhancement, operations, maintenance, and other security. And that is an additional $25,326,400,000 until September 30 of 2031 and it continues to go on with a, with another four billion seven hundred fifty thousand uh, seven hundred fifty million seven hundred thousand dollars and it still isn't done because it goes with another 15 million dollars what you see there all of this until uh, 2030 and it continues to go on even more with another 403 million dollars and goes on to add another 153 153 million. So for a grand total of over $400 billion by the time just this particular portion of it is done, they've given the IRS the power to gut the middle class. They're going to bankrupt the rest of America. There is no, there's no privacy anymore because the IRS can snoop into your bank accounts to see how much money you're spending in a day. If you spend more than $600, you come up on the IRS's radar. $600 is rent. Car payments, if you insert in some states and for people who have poor credit. This is probably the best thing in the bill, which is the lowering of prescription, uh, prescription drug cost, which we're not going to go into the whole thing. Um, but... Heck, this bill is so this bill is so big, but there's so much crap in it, and we just don't have the time to go through all of it. But I just wanted to touch on that. Uh, even if I had the time, I wouldn't go through all of it. I'd be freaking 
gouging my eyes out. It's so freaking dry and boring reading bills and stuff. But the, the amount of but money, they don't read they don't read it either. No, I mean, they don't read it. They, they how read, could they if possibly? They if they read this crap, none of it would pass. And how Joe Manchin can get on 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 all of the news networks and sit there and say that this will not increase taxes on the American citizen. When you know full well that corporations do not pay taxes, their businesses pay taxes, and the way their business pay taxes is by writing off the cost to the consumer. You're going to gut these people, and then you're going to force layoffs because they're not going to be able to. I wish they would stop doing everything. Like, just let the recession hit. Don't fix it. Don't try to fix it because you're going to make it worse. And that's exactly what they're doing, making it worse, pulling an FDR. Except I think that I think they're trying to make it worse. At least FDR tried to make it better. These guys aren't trying to make it better. Uh, it's debatable. I think FDR well, maybe FDR just it seems like he was intentionally trying to turn us into like a democratic socialist country, which is pretty much what he did. It really is what he pretty much what he did, but and he he prolonged the depression by I think I would think they most most have a consensus of of he, that he prolonged it by about ten years, with just with just the policies that he did. And and I as I predicted, if the government continues to do the stuff like this, they're going to prolong our depression by twenty. I mean this this is very alarming, and. The only person that can that can stop it now is the other Democrat that has been harassed to heart to high hell, Kristen Cinema. It's gonna pass most likely. What? There's nothing really to say. I mean, can you be surprised? No, obviously not. I'm not surprised because there's they're still Democrats, so they're obviously gonna get to a point where they they can come to a consensus. Exactly, and. Apparently, there's some money in the, in the bill that's supposed to go directly towards Manchin's causes for his lobbyists, too, which is probably the reason why he's finally decided to sign off on it. And it just it just screams of corruption, of absolute corruption. And it's just going to destroy America. They're trying to destroy America. They're trying to make us into a socialist country. They're trying to force us to be government dependent. And by creating massive super bills like this, they they might succeed. If if we don't get up in there and start reversing this crap before it's too late. And in order to do that, we need we don't need Republicans. We need good conservative people, fiscal conservative people, that we can get there in office that will not be afraid to vote to undo the vast majority of the bills that have been placed that have been passed in the last 30 years just start removing some of this crap off the books completely <clears throat> we had some elections last night and Kansas a deep red state voted to keep abortion legal 
at the state level. They won by a margin of 60%. And it's just strange to me because Kansas is so red. It's not strange to me because uh, no nobody in red states say that abortion should be completely illegal. They just won't limit it. Well, I don't think law. that's what the law was, but I don't know if they made it that clear. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was an all-out ban, which is, you know, I don't know. It Kansas is really red. But a margin like that is not a fluke. That is also true because that that also speaks to some of the uh, the way that Democrats are targeting the liberals, particularly the ones that are on college campuses that are voting for the first time in these elections that are getting out there and they are voting on things that they have no clue about, which we were, which we were just talking about before the show started about some of the crazy stuff that these kids who our lives are literally in their hands because they're about to make up the largest voter base right now, the young uh, college age people. And many of them don't even know when this country was founded. They don't even, they don't know uh, anything about anything. I seen, I was watching a video um, and they were asking, asking them questions about who is the president of the United States. And this was, this was uh, before Biden became president. It was 2020. They're asking them questions about who's the Democrat nominee? What is their policy platform? Do you, can you name three things that they support? And they couldn't name Biden. They couldn't name Kamala. They couldn't name anything that they supported, but they're going to vote for it anyway. These are the people that are, that our lives are on the line here. And uh, when you you're talking about those polls, there there uh some polls just released that show that the majority of young Democrats and the majority of some of these media outlets are trying to prop up AOC to be the to to run for president in 2024. I don't even want to talk about that crap. She's just turning 35 that year. Whatever she she could probably win the nomination maybe, but she's just a, she's a complete airhead idiot doesn't know anything. But she's a complete example of what the college system is doing to young people, and young people will vote for her because of Instagram. That, I mean, that, that's where young people are getting all their information from. And it's scary how close we are to losing everything based upon the poor information of, of, of young people, or just of young people. Nate Silver, who has predicted like election after election incorrectly now says the Democrats have a 58% chance to keep the Senate. But he also said that Hillary was going to win. So this guy gets it wrong almost every single time. 
You know, I do, I do hold some skepticism of the Republicans' chances of of uh, of swinging the Senate because the Senate and really the Republicans are very poor on messaging, and the way that they have decided to start advertising and targeting things ahead of the midterms is really quite stupid. They're just so, yeah, they're terrible at marketing. I don't think there's really, in some individual candidates might be decent, but as a whole, the party is just, they need help. I mean, we're, we're also seeing that um, it seems as though Trump is winning in a vengeance. Uh, most of the people that he has that he has endorsed have gone on to win their nominations and will go on to face off against the Democratic opponents in November. And you got a uh, governor of Arizona, Kerry Lake. Um, it still says 80% of expected vote in, but I've seen some websites say that she has, she's going to win. Yeah, She's I've the Trump back nominee and she's also somebody who wants to investigate the election results. Especially in Arizona, because that's one of the main states. Obviously, the, in Arizona, because that's where she's running. When the when the election results have not actually truly been investigated, I mean, if we're going to be completely honest, and people will say, "Well, oh, the Supreme Court said there's nothing to see here." No, the Supreme Court never said there was nothing to see here. The Supreme Court said, said that yeah. they they rejected the case because it wasn't presented in a fashion in which they could accept. Maybe. I don't really know what that means, but it seemed to like to me that just said, like, we're not even going to look at this, like, move along, which doesn't stop those people from believing there was some, you know, stuff going on. And in, in fact, it probably makes them believe it more now because the, the court refused to look at it. Yeah. And, and, and you know, that that's the that's the. That's the whole confusion about it, because if you talk about it, they, they want to remove you from the Internet. They want to remove you from existence act like you don't exist. But the fact is, is that there's answers or there's questions that need to be answered and nobody's willing to, to do their part to get those answers out there. So but but also investigations that are happening right now, we have uh uh, the Hunter Biden investigation going on that Chuck Grassley is doing. And, and that one seems like they're probably going uh, to me. I think they're good. I think they're going to get a, uh, a plea deal out of Hunter. That's what I think at most. Plea deal. They're going to give him like probation two months. At most. It's and not going to be anything serious. And they're going, I think it's going to come in relatively quickly because they don't want to tie Biden into it. Despite the fact that it's plainly obvious that Joe Biden is involved. But there, there's also investigations finally going on after two years of gain-of-function research done in Wuhan that could lead to the possible creation of COVID which we can't talk about in detail, but for the last two years, uh, Dr. Fauci and Ron Paul, Rand Paul, whatever the hell his name is, were going at it back and forth about gain-of-function research, 
and Dr. Fauci even having the NIH change the definition of gain of function after being called out by Ron Paul. And so to now finally get an investigation on the possibility of gain of function research after Fauci says that he's going to retire seems a little like sour grapes at the end of the day because we could have got we should have got this information at the start of all of this. That's an investigation that should be started after the midterms. <sighs> Real. So have you seen anything about the Alex Jones trial that's going on right now? I haven't seen the Alex Jones trial. I saw things about the Steve Bannon case. So the Alex Jones trial is very similar, but it's a lawsuit. So basically they're not allowing him. He provided all the documents they asked for. They're not allowing him to make any argument at all. They're finding him guilty by default and basically telling the jury, all you got, all you get to name is the amount of money that he's got to pay. He, he has no opportunity to make any kind of defense. It's very much like Steve Bannon. That's illegal. I, obviously, this judge is just doing whatever she wants or he wants, whatever. And he it's, has a clear opportunity to challenge that and take it to the Supreme Court. I mean, how how is stuff like this even possible within the United States? Um, it shouldn't be. But that gives him more credibility in my eyes. I mean, he's been right so much. And now they're really trying to take him been. off the air. He's been right way more than he's been wrong. And now they're trying to tear him apart. He's because really on to something here. Because he's proven that the media has is, is been lying through their teeth and trying to uh, destroy any opposition to the lies that they tell. He was talking about the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Joe Rogan said something about this. He told Joe Rogan about the Jeffrey Epstein and the island like 20 years before it happened. Like he really must have some serious sources because I used to watch him a lot during the 2016 election. And I was just like, damn, like this, this stuff, this stuff's so crazy. It can't be real. And then it turns out to be real. Well, he, he better pray to God. He doesn't see Hillary Clinton when he's walking home one day. She might wind up with Hillary. They might hit him with the heart attack gun like uh, they did Andrew Breitbart. Yeah, and you know it would be be believable because he's you know kind of out of shape. And he's he's been he's saying for years that he thinks he's going to have a heart attack. I mean, Alex Jones is pretty much the new Breitbart. Yeah, but I think he has more information than Breitbart did. The only problem is, is that the media has done everything they could to squander his ability to to be presented as a actual. You know, what we should actually source. talk about is uh, on our conspiracy episode um, the way that Alex Jones describes what these globalist elites believe is crazy stuff, dude. What they what they believe is uh next level interdimensional alien type stuff, sacrificing children and all that stuff. And it seems believable now because of everything that's happened. Like the Nazis, they thought they were channeling interdimensional beings. Maybe they were. Well, there, well, there are some conspiracies about, about Hitler's involvement and with uh, the occult with the occult well, stuff. Not, not just, not just the occult, but that, do you know the miracle at Dunkirk? 
there 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 are some theories that says that the reason why Hitler lost at Dunkirk was because his attention was diverted from Dunkirk to the Himalayas because he had his Nazi top geneticist investigating the Himalayas to try to find the Yeti so he could try to do some gene splice and to create a super ape man similar to what the Russian scientist was trying to do years earlier. Mm, I've never and heard that, anything about that. But I know and, they spent a lot the Nazis did spend a lot of time with monks in the Himalayas. Well they they say that there's a that they killed one, but the the, the but the geneticist looked at it and he said and he I guess this Nazi geneticist looked at it and it's like I can't I can't he's like I can't give this to Hitler. I can't I can't do this. This thing is it looks too it looks too different and apparently he fought he fought off against it and they and I guess the Nazi troops decided to lie to Hitler and say that oh they did they they couldn't they they didn't have it and it got buried underneath an avalanche or something like that and they went and left this is my but that's this is my thing with the Bigfoot and Yeti stuff. It's like, why are all the why does all the footage look fake? Why is well, it all the, blurry? The footage are they really that, that intelligent? The footage that looks good, the media will never actually present. You know, the Patterson Gimlin film, which is the best of the best, but you also have the Paul Freeman film. I don't film. think that one looks good at all. Oh, that's the it just, best. It looks one. like a person in a suit, dude. Oh, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. But then there's then there's that's the what Paul it looks like. Dennis the Paul are they really footage. so are they really so intelligent that they just evade well there's also theories by the by the Native American people that they are interdimensional beings themselves some of the natives say that they're spiritual others say that they exist in a different plane of existence and the reason why they seem to just disappear out of nowhere is they walk back into their dimension we're getting so into some spooky that, stuff now. You know, that, that, that's we can some do that spooky on a action in a distance. We can do that on a on a conspiracy show. Uh, but back over to news here. Um, I wanted to talk about some more stuff. So let me take a look here and see what I have here in my news report here. Um, you have anything before I start talking? Um. So have you seen any of the footage that's come? From the uh, James Webb Space Telescope. What you mean the string? <laughs> I'm thinking about the NASA thing. Oh no, no, some of James Webb Space Telescope. I mean, some of the footage that's been released, or the the photos that have been released, look kind of similar to Hubble photos, but then some of them are in way more detail. And so I mean, what... they got a picture of something that looked like a wormhole. I don't know if that's what it was, but that's what it looked like. But mm. they just captured a photo of the cartwheel galaxy with rotating arms. And it looks pretty uh, let me give neat you in the infrared. Let me give you permission to share your screen. I always forget to do that. But I think that I, way, there you go. Only I can see. There you go. Oh, yeah, I gotta pop that up again. Where where is it? There it is. Okay, let me see. It says it's sharing, but it's not showing me the screen yet. It says I am. That's because you're frozen. That's why. But it's it's 
showing me black screen. Oh, the screen saying. is frozen. Right, so that's why. It's not letting me move. Just uh, stop the yeah. share and try it again. I my face is frozen on on my. No, your face is working again, for me anyway. On my screen, it's frozen. I'm gonna stop your share, and then I, you. Share it's not it letting again. me stop it. Oh, I stopped it. All right, now I'll share it again. I can't. It's it's frozen. One of my screens is frozen, but the other one. Is... One of these screens is not like the other. So, one of these screens. On both of them are frozen. I. I can't do anything. <laughs> well, let or well, to, 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 to explain it in detail for us. Thing. Are you frozen on me? Now you're frozen again. Well, now that Rhett's frozen again, I guess it's my turn to do some talking <clears throat> until he comes back to life. So. I'm looking here at a whole bunch of other things here, and I, I'm seeing um, some pretty interesting news. Uh, one of the other stories that came out today was the lack of Republicans on other media websites other than Fox. Uh, they refused to go on to these other shows, and you take a look at what Ron DeSantis just did with um, The View, where he refused to go on to the review after it had been received the invitation. In my view, I can't blame him for not wanting to go on there. However, I do believe that it's a missed opportunity when you aren't able to get in front of other audiences. Democrats are hive mind thinkers, and they have to. you have to challenge their reality. And if you don't go over to their platform to do that, and I know it's difficult because uh, when you're dealing with a bunch of screaming women on the view that won't allow you to speak it makes it a lot more difficult to want to do that especially when they call you a nazi or call you worse than a nazi and they say a whole bunch of other stuff so i understand what desantis is going through oh with that but i do believe that he should have went on if only to get his message across because the problem with the right with republicans and conservatives is messaging and DeSantis is one of the few that is able to message appropriately so he missed a good opportunity to go on there and do that now Rhett's back with us so he'll talk with us about the about the uh the pictures here as soon as he gets back on <clears throat> go ahead and talk Welcome back, Rhett. Go ahead and tell us about this picture once you get everything up and running. Kick me off. Hello. Yeah. Got kicked off. Yeah, I know. I just I just kept the show going without you. Um, but Go ahead and just uh, what you were saying about this particular uh, picture here. So you said it looks like a wormhole. Is there any? Uh, were there anything else? You see it now? 
Uh, let me let me go. Let me click over here because I got like my search. Yeah, I, I see it. So, no, this is not the one that looks like the wormhole. This is just a new picture that came out today, I guess. Um, the one that looks like a wormhole is actually a lot cooler. You know, wormhole is a compound word. You know, you typed it two words. I know. Whatever. This is why you didn't get high honors. There we go. Appears to picture wormhole and phantom galaxy. That looks like a ring. The one. James Webb Space Telescope appears to have pictured a wormhole spinning in the phantom galaxy. A place whose very center scientists believe may contain a black hole. Okay. But a wormhole is supposed to be a dimensional rift. That connects some that connects it to another part of the yeah. universe or to something else. Connects it to yeah, to another part of okay. This is one of the first ones that came out. Another. That's the the telescope. So that's really the one that I found most interesting so far was the the wormhole. At least that's what they're calling it. I don't, who knows if that's really what it is. I mean, there's no way to really know. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, a lot of times I take a look at these photos and I wonder if they're actually real or not, because without having a telescope, the telescope myself to be able to see it, because when I look through my telescope at night, I can't see a damn thing. I guess you know I have to I have to take that, the lens off. You're, you're never gonna see something like that, obviously. No, I, I mean I can't I can't even see the stars in my telescope. You know I I I take the lens off because when I try to look through the lens. You know I have to um I have the twenty five times magnify magnifier lens, and I try to look through it and I can't see anything. But I take so I take the lens off, and then I, I I can see with the lens off, but with the lens on, it's so small, and I and I can't see a damn thing at all. Yeah, you well, it's easier if you're somewhere out in the country, where there's no city lights. Well, I like did. I'm I, about, I, I used to do it when I was living in Socher. Well, I can never I'm see. I'm not anything. even talking about Socher though. When I was in, Socher's still close to Gulfport. When I lived in Arizona on the Navajo reservation, I was like three or four hours from any civilization at all. And even small civilization at that, I could see the arms, the bands of the Milky Way with nothing. I could just see them in the sky. It was crazy. Like I could see everything. And I didn't have a telescope, but it was just, it was out there in the middle of nowhere. That's, that's really how far out there you got to be. <clears throat> but it's worth seeing have you ever seen a solar eclipse a yeah, total have. solar eclipse i have where'd you go i was at home in social that you didn't see the total eclipse then i was you there. saw a partial but there hasn't been a total eclipse that passed through here the last time we had a total eclipse passed through the united states was in 2017 i think 
And we had to travel to South Carolina to see the path of totality. It looked like my camera couldn't capture it, but um, it, for like 30 or 40 seconds, it's just right there, completely blocked out. We went to just some random town in South Carolina just to see the, the complete cover. Um, and as soon as it happened, like everything went quiet and the crickets started chirping because they thought it was night. But well, I, another I, eclipse I guess in 2023. Explain, I guess that would explain why um, there's so much mysticism and dark magic uh, and uh, from the occult involved and solar eclipses and lunar eclipses because of how the nature reacts to certain to such events. If yeah, imagine the first time human beings witnessed that. What would you think was going on? I mean, it's but the crazy part about eclipses is that the odds are so astronomically small of our moon being the right size, the right distance from Earth, the sun being the right distance that so that they look the same size in the sky perfectly round basically and this is also the only planet that we know of in this galaxy or in this solar system that has life to even see it probably in the universe to even well it could happen elsewhere but it doesn't happen anywhere else that we know of no i mean that has life to see it probably in the universe well I mean, maybe yeah uh, probably it's a far but... stretch to say that we're alone in the universe but if we weren't, I, I would imagine that they would have contacted before. I, you know, I don't. I don't even think that they could if they if they could contact. I don't think that they would be able to. Same reasons why we can't. Well, they'd have to be so far beyond us to even think about it. Well, they'd have to have no bodies. You know, uh, bodies yeah. that could that could adjust to gravity or or uh, lack of gravity for an extended period of time or. Or if you believe in warp speed travel, which would basically atomize your body, you mean to be able to survive something like that? The only way to do it would be gravity propel, uh, gravity propellant, which is what they think that these the capsule things are, the pill shape, whatever. I don't know what they are. The but, UAPs. You know, it, it 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 builds more questions because of now the talk of of uh, the UAPs or and I like to go with the old with the old fashioned UFO speech uh, that we have now in relevant well, in the media. I differentiate between them when I'm talking about UAPs. I'm talking about the military sightings. When it's UFOs, I'm just talking about the other stuff. Well, it's the same thing technically. Well, it's this. It's not. It is the same thing, but it's a way to differentiate between the military sightings and the other ones. They're all UFOs. You know, it's military, just a different name. The military, they have so many unique sightings of different things. You know, I, I could go on countless stories about military incursions uh, and rescues and wars that they've had with fucking Sasquatch. And you they've love also, Sasquatch, dude. You I, love I, I, Sasquatch. <laughs> I do. Oh man, there's nothing quite like a good Sasquatch, but uh, but um, but also with, with aliens and all of the other stuff, military, uh, and also with mermaids. Apparently, the military has contact with the actual 
real mermaids that you see in the P.T. Barnum mermaid specimen. Have you seen the P.T. Barnum mermaid? Probably a long time ago. I, I want to show you an image of it because this is not what people actually think of when they see a uh, when they see a mermaid. But this is the this is actually uh, what uh, what the mermaid actually looked like. And apparently, our military uh, in two thousand and back uh, back in two thousand, I think it's in the year two thousand or two thousand eight, somewhere around there, had captured one. I think you told me about this before. But Did I, you know, I know I told you about the um, the heart giant that they have spotted in Afghanistan, the twelve foot human that came out of the cave and killed one of them. Oh, killed. but you know, there there was a there was a a video that went around a while ago with a apparently a monkey man from China, but he just he he looked like he was just a uh, a Chinese man who suffered from gigantism or agromegaly, but also suffered from Down syndrome because. But he also had a weird uh, deformity where his arms were kind of fused together at his at his uh, at his ribs at his upper rib cage. So he looked so he looked very odd, like he was clearly human, but he was walking around naked all the time. Mm. He was he was huge, he was giant, but he was really really skinny, almost malnourished, and he his face was very was very ape like, even though it was still clearly human. He didn't. He didn't live very long. I think he lived a total of like forty years, which is Some usual people, for someone who has agromegaly. they just get the short end of the stick when it comes to genetics. But I mean, man, that's that's all those things happening in one person at once. It happens. It's like, man, that person's curse or something. Oh, do uh, elephantitis? You know the story of the elephant man. That I've is heard one of the. before. That is one of the most bizarre. Uh, cases, but look look at this picture here. This is the P.T. Barnum mermaid. This picture was taken back in the 1800s of the mermaid that he had. Now this is and this is in comparison to his other mermaid that he had. Which I moved this out of the way. He, he had he had uh his other one, which was the Fiji mermaid, and this is what this is what the Fiji mermaid looked like. How do they explain that? Is that confirmed? Well, see, this is the Fiji mermaid. This is the mermaid that everybody had on display in the freak shows back then, which was a monkey torso stitched to a fish body. But then the P.T. Barnum real mermaid, they took pictures of it. This is the hand of it. And then there was this. Who took the pictures? Uh, P.T. Barnum. Was it alive? No, it was dead. They had it in the capsule. And Where they, the hell did they, they had... get it from? They, they found it out at sea one time and they took pictures of it and What the apparently, hell? apparently they took the pictures and uh, they got it from from a trader in Norway, which is where the actual other uh, video of the real mermaid has been captured, which which was from Norway. And they actually have a video of it. Let me see if I can find it here on YouTube of the real mermaid. What do they think? This is like a human species that went back to the sea? There, there, there were some theories about it. They had a whole documentary on Animal Planet, Mermaids the Body Found a while ago. Uh, and they they think that it was a subspecies that got trapped at sea and had to adapt to living underwater. And they, they also show that there are some hieroglyphs from the Indians and natives from Africa and Norway. And even some picked some uh, petroglyphs here in America that show 
that apparently there was some type of war between the land dwellers and the sea dwellers, and it drove the mermaids off to near extinction. And this is the reason why they don't mm. why, why they don't come to the surface. Similar to how Sasquatches are, they don't come to us Did anymore. They... Because they, because we fought them to a near extinction or something like that. Do they think that they're like human level intelligence? Um, there was a video where underwater it looked like there was a spear that was thrown at a fish that was made out of out of a stingray barb, and this was several hundred feet below below uh below the water around an oil tanker and there was a camera that was around the oil tanker and this spear hit this fish and then something swam in and carried it out of frame so they believe it has some degree of intelligence but does it have the same degree of intelligence as as humans i don't know but it's but when you look at this image you see these 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 deep recessed eyes it that is what something that lives underneath that type of pressure at the bottom of the ocean will look like it would have those types that that type of face this type of those types of eyes those deep just black voids for an eye for eyes to live down that and the deep parts of the ocean though if this is a mammalian species i would imagine that it wouldn't live that far deep i would think it would live no more probably maybe three four thousand feet at the most because it would need to come back up to breathe air and it's clearly not big enough uh, to hold a lot of oxygen like a sperm whale who can hold its breath at most for like 30 minutes when it goes down to hunt for, for giant squid. So I, I wouldn't expect this creature, if it's mammalian, to be able to, 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 live, to have adapted to live at such, a, at such a small depth to have developed these deep recessed eyes. That's but, one thing that I could really like buy into because... We have no idea what's really down there. I mean, who knows what's down there? It could be anything. The on, the only thing that I have trouble uh believing that uh real that's real down that's uh really down there would be something like the Leviathan because according to the you know the the, the description of Leviathan and the Lost Scrolls, it's just too big. Well, I don't know. Here, here it is, right here. Here's to here's I've been to I don't think that's a, a description of a real sea monster. I I don't think it's a sea monster per se, but the description I don't of think, it I don't think it it's, it's a description per se of a real actual animal. I wouldn't call God a liar. That so we just don't have time to go into that right now. We don't, but th th take a look at this. Oh. Look at this. Look at the, uh, at the window. We're with former NOAA biologist, Dr. Paul Robertson, and joined by Dr. Torsten Smith. He was the lead geologist on a submarine crew that recorded on March 6th of this year the astonishing footage we just watched. And I'd like to start out with some reactions. Dr. Paul Robertson. Um, I'd really like to see what's on that second camera. 
<laughs> I'm glad. I think we all do. Our viewers at home, too, would like to see that. We're going to show you that right now. Let's take a look. Oh. Dr. Robinson. No, no, no. Sorry, can, uh, can we play that back, please? Can we get is that real? Can we get the footage of the of that back? Now there there is uh images that go around that says that this was a reproduction. The video apparently is real, but this uh these these people here because of the non-disclosure agreements of the NOAA uh organization that works for the government these people right here are not the actual people that were in that submarine this guy right here he's he's god from supernatural i can tell look by looking at him this guy right here i don't know who he is <laughs> what the hell no they got actors no. on here yeah they so they had they had these people here in order to uh reproduce some of the some of the things that were said and but the video itself is apparent is apparently supposed to be uh real but there's another video that i that i it's hard to find how would they let this come out though it's apparent apparently the noah uh start released it because there was another footage piece of footage that was found uh on a japanese uh whaling ship where they were they were fishing and they tried to capture some fish. Did you ever see that video? Where when they when they hoisted the net up and this arm stuck out of the side of the net and no, the Japanese I don't think so. they they just dropped it back into the ocean. And then there's then there was also a, a speculation that they found an actual body, which I actually believe it wasn't a mermaid body. It was eaten by a shark. And when you take a look at the body, it looks to me like it might have been a uh, a species of manatee that got eaten uh, by by a shark, as opposed to actual mermaid, just based on the tail. But you know they, they and but the the other the other video that people look at that says that oh this could be authentic, is there was a video that was done, and it was at like a military uh, exhibit. And they had uh, an aquarium, and so people were able to go to the aquarium. But there was an area that they weren't supposed to be in, and somebody managed to catch a video of this creature coming up and putting his hand on the glass of the aquarium at this military compound. And you see the hand looks just like the hand in the P.T. Barnum photo that I showed you. And the fact that the that the creature in the video looks like the one in the P.T. Barnum film uh, footage uh, picture is the most telling thing because if you were going to hoax a mermaid, most people would not make that mermaid look like something that's so alien. Most people Unless they had seen the P.T. Barnum. Yeah, most people haven't seen that actual P.T. Barnum footage because it didn't, it didn't become highly... Uh, highly uh, out there until this documentary came out. Then people started posting that image all over everywhere. 
You know, Israel has um, a uh, has a bounty on the mermaid, a one million dollar bounty. If you are able to find uh, actual footage of a real mermaid, is a is in Israel, there's a one million dollar bounty. There's also a fifty thousand dollar bounty on Bigfoot here in the United States that was first put in uh and put on Bigfoot by Theodore Roosevelt, who went hunting for the creature one time after one of his uh, hunting partners friends. Uh, wrote him a letter asking him because you know he was a big game hunter and I was asking him to come and investigate what happened where these hunters got torn to shreds by something when they were out hunting for raccoons and so Theodore Roosevelt went out hunting for it and he found sign of the creature but never got to see the creature itself so he put a $50,000 bounty on the head of the creature that nobody has claimed yet <laughs> I mean, how are they going to get paid? He's dead. Well, I guess the United States government will have to put it into effect. <laughs> but, oh, but I wanted to talk about this story here uh, because um, okay, yeah, because um, let me exit out of that. Be because Mississippi, again, apparently appears to be last and everything. This is uh, a story from MSN News, and it comes from uh, Gulfport Biloxi region, and it says here that Mississippi's grocery tax is the highest in the nation, but there are proposals to reduce, uh, to reduce it that have failed. So it says here in this article that Jackson, Mississippi, WLBT higher prices at the grocery store impact all of us and here in Mississippi more tax gets tacked onto that bill than any other state in the country it says here that they tried to eliminate it and it would provide some uh, some relief the Senate minority leader uh, Derek Simmons said in 2021 uh, but neither reduction or elimination has taken place um, here and so I'm trying to see if this tells us what is the percentage of the grocery tax, but it doesn't, it doesn't say it just shows that Mississippians have the highest grocery tax in the union. And when you compare that with inflation going on right now, it's no wonder that Mississippians are feeling a little bit overwhelmed when it comes to purchasing food. I didn't. It's a grocery tax. That's what it says. Let's do a little bit more research on that to see, just just how accurate it is. Mississippi's. <laughs> grocery tax. Let's take a look here. I should be using Google Chrome, but uh, so it's just our it's just our sales tax seven percent. It's been the case for a long time. Need to get rid of it though. Yeah. I don't see a reason why sales tax even exists in the first place. So the state can make money, of course. But the fact that they changed that to grocery tax, I mean, the Democrats are very slick because the Senate minority leader in Mississippi is a Democrat, and they're very slick to try to call it a grocery tax. 
in a time of inflation. So I think points to the poor messaging of Republicans to combat a whole bunch of it, but it also doesn't do Republicans of Mississippi any good that they refuse to lower that tax. I think we've covered most of the major stories, but I got kind of a stupid one here. Uh, You know, we always like to end on something good. So, so, well, this is not necessarily good, but it's kind of funny. Uh, A Central Florida woman was arrested Saturday evening for allegedly driving a golf cart on Interstate 95 while under the influence, according to the Florida Highway Patrol. Troopers were called out to I-95 North at mile marker 163 in Brevard County, about six miles away from SR 514. After several drivers reported seeing a golf cart being driven on the interstate, an arrest report stated. When FHP arrived in the area, they found a semi-truck on the shoulder with the golf cart next to it the semi-truck driver told troopers she saw the driver of the golf cart later identified as diane hawk 58 of barefoot bay passing out behind the wheel she then guided hawk off the road and took the keys to the golf cart from her and hawk was reportedly trying to drive on the interstate again as law enforcement spoke with hawk about what happened she said she was trying to get to sr 528 and told troopers it was legal to drive a golf cart on I-95 because she saw it on the news, the report stated. Hawk's speech was reportedly slurred, and troopers smelled the odor of an alcoholic drink. Troopers later found an open bottle of Jack Daniels' Tennessee Fire in her bag, the report stated. Due to her being argumentative and combative, troopers were unable to administer field sobriety exercises for safety reasons. She was booked into the Brevard County Jail. Well, what do you say to that? I Drunk say, in a golf cart on the interstate. I say wow. that is, uh, that's pretty wild. But she that thought she was dodging me. a DUI because it was a golf cart. <laughs> that, that does remind me, uh, Paul Pelosi pleaded guilty, uh, pleaded not, not guilty today to driving under the influence uh, during that crash. He also flashed his uh, congressional privilege card uh, to the police uh like a like a police privilege card to like the police a privilege and, card <laughs> and uh instead of showing them his id showed them his police like privilege card or something like that to try to get out of getting arrested but he was Man. also under the influence of other drugs at the time as well they have not released what drugs they were probably likely illegal drugs that man is old like how is he still doing drugs like and not being killed by it well hell he's He's a Pelosi. They've she, hell. She's a drunk. He's a he's a he's a junkie. I mean, Biden. I mean, Biden's on crack. <laughs> maybe they all just do drugs. Like maybe it's not that. I'm st- I'm starting. I'm starting to think that the conspiracies that they all meet up once a year to snort adrenochrome might be true. <laughs> the rest of the year they just. Smoke meth and snort cocaine, shoot fentanyl, smoke weed, drink all at the same time, and still they don't die because of the adrenochrome. Yeah, the adrenochrome's keeping them alive. That's, That's the what they pushing... shot up Joe Biden with. Because did you see that yeah. video of the press conference where his eyes are like this? I think we talked about that one. He's I like he might have gotten the hunter's stash. He he blinks one time. It looks like a it doesn't even look like him. It looks like a fake Joe Biden. Oh, like but you know, it all—it also wasn't done any justice that the Biden team cropped that video together. 
Yeah, so, I know. It was a and joke. They part. And they cropped it horribly, mind you. But still, Biden and every other time that you see Biden when he's talking, his eyes are barely open. Like the guy Here, can't if you listen keep his to, eyes open. You heard the different tone in his voice while he was talking in that one? Yeah. He that, sounded like the he way that his voice influence. sounded, it sounded like he was on meth. It because like that's that's the way people talk when they're like really hopped up on meth. They talk like that. I know because I was a meth addict. <laughs> I would I wouldn't put it past Biden because uh, of his son. Uh, but I meth mean, seems like it would kill him, dude. Like he's so feeble. So it's got to be adrenochrome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the the the, the conspiracy. Let's put our tinfoil hats on here. The conspiracy is that the reason why the Democrats and the Republicans and all of the celebrities are all pushing behind uh, abortions is because they can get the adrenochrome from the aborted fetuses. And they either that or they like they're psychic vampires that like steal the life energy of children. Yeah, I mean, I mean, think about it. Joe Biden, see, he has a habit of of sniffing the aroma of kids. Maybe yeah. he's maybe he's, he's sucking like the adrenochrome out of them. Like, <laughs> you know what? You know, uh, of of all of all of the of all of the stories surrounding spirits, the one that gets me the most is the is that spirit of the witch. Uh, I can't remember the actual name of this demonic spirit, but what it does is while you're asleep. It gets on top of you, and it it particularly likes young people who have pleasant dreams, and it gets I on top of you, and it sucks. Know. It sucks the essence out of your mouth. It'll, your um, so, and it will leave burns on your body as it does it. I've had sleep paralysis my whole life, but I've never seen the old hag. I have seen the hooded figure though, just walking around. But when I wake fully up, like, I don't see it anymore. It's just while I'm in sleep paralysis. I've had sleep paralysis, uh, but I've never never seen anything. What I have seen, however, are the shadow people. And oh, like, I used to see I, shadow people all the time when I'd be up for three or four days on meth, walking well, around was, in the house and stuff, outside <laughs> and everything, talking well, I, to me. Well, I wasn't I'd on hear, meth, I would hear them. I would hear them. But, but Hurricane, during Hurricane Katrina... I believe that was an evil storm. I believe it brought evil to the Gulf Coast because never did I ever experience anything at my grandmother's house. I grew up there all my life. And in my bedroom, during that storm, after it had subsided, I'd be laying in bed at night, and all of a sudden, there are like four or five shadow people standing around my bed every time I go to bed at night. It got so bad that I would never turn the light off because every time Dude, I turn the light off, I these I'm people not... and they and they would get closer to the bed every night. And my grandmother eventually moved me to a different bed to the other bedroom. And my cousin says that in the other bedroom, and we had a bunk bed, and the other bedroom, he was in there sleeping and he heard somebody snoring on the top bunk. And my dog Ace growled at it, but there was nobody there. And my uncle says in that same bedroom yeah. that he saw an old lady and a and an old man behind the, behind my door. And my Dude, brother says not... he's, my brother says he saw a vampire at the top of the closet. What? I'm not I'm not turning the light off tonight. <laughs> I, every time I talk about this kind of stuff, I, I get freaked out really bad. Like, dude, and what you said about Katrina. 
I lived in Hattiesburg at the time, and we we still got hit pretty hard there too. And all the power's out, of course. And I'm just sitting there sweltering away, trying to sleep, but it's so hot. I'm just pouring sweat. And the windows open. It was my sister's bedroom at the time. And uh, I don't know why we weren't in our room. But anyway, I was listening outside. And when I woke up in the middle of the night, because I was just sweating so much, I couldn't sleep. I heard like this, this cackle, like... <laughs> Over and over, it sounded just like a witch laughing, dude. And I, it scared me so bad, I covered my ears up and eventually fell back asleep. Oh, geez, I, 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 I couldn't sleep because every time I turn my turn the light off, I would see these people, and they, they, it scared me so much because my mother used to tell me stories about what happened to her when she was younger. Uh, she did not listen to my my, my grandmother or my or a great grandmother or the aunts, and she and my and my TT decided to play with a Ouija board. And they and I was just I was like one years old. My my mother was pregnant with my brother, so she was twenty because I was born when she was eighteen. So she was around nineteen twenty years old, and they're playing with a Ouija board up in the bedroom. And I used to always stay with my granny. I never stayed at my mama's house when I was younger. I never stayed. I never stayed with my mama. Period. And uh, one night. My mother would tell me that she used to get onto my brother all of the time for drawing on the wall and crowns. But my brother would always say that wasn't me. That was the that was the guy. That was the kid in blue. And one night, my mother was up and she went up in there and she saw the crowns again. She cleaned it and so she was sleeping one night. And when she woke up, uh, my brother's dad. Big Tracy was uh he was um at work or something like that at work or in jail one or two I can't remember what which one it was, and she woke up and there was this guy in overalls big black guy in overalls sitting on the edge of the bed, okay. and there was and there was the little kid was standing on the other side of the bed, and they were just sitting there looking at her and they never did say anything and they and they would just always come there so she never paid no mind to it but then one night the man in the overalls he woke he he pushed her and woke her up and told her to get up out of the bed the the little boy was gone he wasn't there and when she got up the man walked to the door and he left and he was telling her to leave that that house and when she got up she walked up into she walked into the into the hallway and the man in overalls was gone but there was this big black figure standing in the hallway and and she she thought that the man in the overalls was telling her to get away because of that creature in black and so she so she got up that night got my brother and me, because apparently I was sleeping there at the time, and she got me and my brother up and and left and went to my aunt's house, and never did go back to that house, to that apartment. But she said that every apartment that she went to, that creature would follow her to that to the other apartment. I will never touch a Ouija board. I I used to like make fun of people because I was just like, oh, it doesn't do anything, it doesn't do anything. But in the back of my mind, I was just like, I'm still never going to touch it. 
Yeah, you know, I I I fully believe in the paranormal. Um, I I personally, other than the shadow people, have never witnessed anything. I mean, I I actually have witnessed one thing when my granny died, when uh when I was driving home after the funeral, I believe that I saw her in the passenger seat holding my hand as I was driving. But that was the last time that I had ever seen her because her ashes were sitting in the front seat with me because I have uh, had her ashes. And so I believe that she was holding my hand because, you know, you know how you can feel the warmth of somebody's hand that you, and you know what they're, you know what they're, what that feeling is like. So I could feel the familiar warmth of her hand. And I looked over there and I could swear I saw something. But then when I looked again, there wasn't anything there. Yeah, that stuff is wild. But I, I mean, uh, so I so I, I absolutely believe that there's stuff. But I, I mean, there are other reasons why I think Katrina was evil. Because when it came, it killed everything. Like the 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 fruit bearing trees, the pecan trees that grew around the house, all the wild blackberry and huckleberry and blueberry bushes, they all died and never grew back. We used to be able to go out behind the house because we lived in the middle of the woods, and just pick bucket loads of blackberries and pick and the, there was a tree behind the house. We used to go back there and just grab pecans right off the ground. And after Katrina, that pecan tree never grew another pecan, never grew another leaf. It just died. And the blackberry bushes, they stopped growing. The blueberry bushes disappeared altogether. The huckleberry bushes are all gone. Nothing. The only fruit that are left are the fruit from my grandmother's garden and one of the neighbor's garden. But all of the other fruit, everything's gone. Everything died. So, I, you know, I, that's why I think that that storm had evil in it because of how it seemed to have brought spirits to the house. So and. And it I, killed everything. I don't think I've ever, I've probably told that story a few times, but I was the only one who woke up when I, to that sound. And I was just like, who the hell would be out there playing and laughing at three in the morning, right after a, a hurricane came? I was just like, that has to be something evil. The only sound that I've ever heard, me personally, I think this was perhaps the first and only only definitive time that I can say that I heard the voice of God. I don't know that seems a little preachy, but uh, I I was I was at home alone. Nobody else was there. My grandmother was at work. My brother was over had slept at my aunt's house that night, which was across the street. And I woke up. It's bright, beautiful sunlight. Just you know, the the entire house was illuminated in the light because. Of the sun it was so nice that day it was like 10 o'clock and the sun was just beaming through the house like the lights were on and i heard as plain as day what sounded like my grandmother call my name twice and i answered she wasn't there i walked i went outside walked around the house because i thought she might have called me uh, from outside to come mow the yard or something but she wasn't there she was gone like i was there all by myself and i heard quite clearly what sounded like my grandmother's voice calling me twice said said my name and i answered and the voice it echoed in my head but as soon as i tried to remember what it sounded like what I, as a, when i tried to remember what it said 
I couldn't remember anything. All I remember is the name. That's is it calling my name. And so I believe that might have been what they say about the from the still small voice, the familiar voice. It always comes to you as something familiar. But I also heard stories that there are spirits that will call your name and sound like somebody that you know, and you should not answer them because if you answer them, you will invite them into your being. I've heard stories like that. Like, so during my worst meth days, when I'd just be up for days, I would be hearing voices, seeing things, but I knew that they weren't real. I knew that I was just hallucinating, but sometimes it would, I would just hear it so much that I would be like, all right, this time it's going to be real. But I knew I was just hallucinating. And I knew that because every time I would think something, I would hear it said out loud right after I thought it. It got to the point where I was hearing like 20 plus different voices. Some of them sounded like people that I knew. Some of them sounded like complete strangers, but I would start, I would get to the point where they would piss me off and I would start arguing with them. Like, just shut up. I know you're not real. I know you're not. And it would freak me out so bad. It would it wouldn't sound like they were in my head. It sounded like they were coming from somewhere in the environment. Like it sounded like somebody was just right on the other side of the, my door like peeking in, going like speaking words. That's what it sounded like. Do you think that some people that do uh, meth and other drugs do it because they they think that it's allowing them to connect with other with, uh, with other entities? I don't think that's why people do meth. But some people like that aspect of it. But that's not really the reason that they do it. That would be more along the lines of a psychedelic But meth, once you go into psychosis from meth, it's very, it's very scary. Do you I think, think it is. uh, do you think that when people are on meth, that it invites uh, demonic spirits to come and talk with them and stuff like that? Because I, I hear some people uh, in the religious sector always say that uh, addiction is a form of demonic spirit possession. Yeah, I don't really ever. It's possible, but I usually don't go that far because I did it because I wanted to do it. It's not like That's I, mean, that's I just that's wanted always to. been my thought too, is that it's a choice, but then Well, when you it's start a... to get into the psychedelic aspects of it, maybe there might be some truth to the idea of there's spirits involved. Well, yeah, I think it definitely, um, you just kick the door wide open to the, the, the ethereal spirit plane. I, I do think that, Some drugs definitely do that, and that's why they can be very dangerous. Uh, Carl Jung said about psychedelics, uh, psychedelics beware unearned wisdom. Even if it seems good, you, you, you're not ready for it because it's basically like a cheat code, like a hat to get into that realm. But when it comes to the, like the negative side effects of drugs, that could still be very real. Um. Um, but as far as like hallucinations or actual communication with entities, I really don't know. I think it's just hallucinations if, when it comes to meth, but I, I don't really know. They seem real at the time, but when you're sleep deprived, anything could seem real. Yeah, I, I have I would have to agree. Though I've never been on any any drugs of any kind to know for for certain. I would have to I would have to agree that 
in my in my opinion, as somebody who's never done drugs, it's mostly just choice. But it's choice. Well, okay. This is this is at first it is a choice, but the addiction takes once the addiction take hold takes hold, it's almost like you lose your ability to choose because your brain has just become adapted to this pattern of behavior. And for instance, in the case of meth, it's such a powerful dopamine agonist. And dopamine, when our, when our reward system is used to certain patterns of behavior, it makes those circuits grow to the point where nothing else brings you pleasure in life. And at that point, you're pretty much, you just have to be removed from it because there's no way to get you to stop because it hijacks your brain. But the choice to do drugs in the first place, obviously, that's just a choice people make. Yeah. You know, we we kind of straight way well past our topic. We should have a we should have a whole show about this type of stuff. Uh, what when when are we? Well, we got we got a show to do on Saturday on the Federalist Papers. Um, why not? Why not do the Federalist Papers on Sunday and do a conspiracy show where we just talk, our our casual Saturday and just talk about whatever on Saturday. Get some of these topics that we've been bottling up for a while. Well, it's just like the stuff just pops up in my mind, and I'm just like, "Oh, I know about that. Let's talk about that." Because they're they're interesting topics, you know, and you know, not a lot of shows talk about them. I would like, you know, and and the fact that there's uh, a lot of the topics, there's actual science behind it, and there's actual lore behind a lot of it too. I mean, I'm pretty sure you know about the scrolls of Solomon and how he. Uh, summoned every demon in hell. He's a Solomon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I know that. But do you do you know about how the Catholic Church tried to replicate that, and they wound up summoning Asmodeus, and they didn't know no. how to get rid of him. <laughs> yeah, dude. The, Catholic, the, that, the Catholic priest. That black magic so stuff free. gets real dark, and it's very dangerous to mess with because you actually you're crossing layers of ontological reality. That are not meant to be crossed. Yeah, I, I often say that the biggest problem with the people who practice this black magic and uh, sorcery is the fact that they 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 do it with good intentions, thinking that they're summoning for the white magic portions of it. But what they don't realize is that when they're doing this, they're summoning spirits and they're opening an uh an interdimensional or extra dimensional portal or spiritual portal, whatever you want to call it. And the problem is, is they open it but they don't know how to close it. They, and whatever well, gets out really, of there, I'm... whatever gets out of there, you don't know what spot to walk through that portal. You might have the intentions of getting one of the good guys, but because you don't know how to close the portal, one of the bad guys might walk out. And I think when he that... walks out, the good guys, they, they flee. They run at the sign of the malicious intent. Well, yeah, they don't typically get involved with your life in that way. Um, But... What I was going to say, oh, yeah, that, basically they're trying to manipulate that realm to their personal benefit. It's it's a short, like the dark side. Yeah. Quicker, it's, it's, easier, more seductive. It's trying to make a shortcut to become a success in life. But the problem is, is you don't get to control that shortcut. No, that's why they say that when you make a deal with the devil, he takes it back at the most inopportune time. Because you don't have control over that. You think they'll make you think that you do. But then at the worst time, 
or maybe they'll just start haunting you. Like I, I just, I've never even wanted to be near any of that stuff because even when I was just like, okay, I don't believe I, this. This is nonsense. But there was still a part of me that did believe it. I dated, <laughs> I dated people like this. My first ex, my first ex girlfriend was a Wiccan when we started dating. Oh, I, I mean, dude, I, you know, I converted all... her to Christianity uh, after she performed a summoning in her kid's bedroom, and then she said that her kid's room became all cold and he started turning blue. And I'm like, Dude. you, like, why would you do that in your kid's bedroom? <laughs> I told her. And so then yeah. I, I performed an exorcism over the, across the phone, told her the instructions and whatnot. And apparently it helped. It worked. And it seems like the chill left the room and the kid stopped shivering. So I'm like, you know, okay. But then I also had this guy, a skinny, skinny, uh, skinny gay white guy. And I was, I was staying with this white lady and um and her family and this guy would he believed in all of the witchcraft stuff and he actually made a witch's bottle and my uh the lady thinks that he was trying to place a spell on me to make me fall in love with him because he went to the store and he bought the, the red candles and we were doing research on it. The red candles are a sign of passion, love. And then in the witch's bottle, he had urine in there. He had uh, razor blades in there. There was a, like a little, a, a black rock that he had in there, which the black rock is, is, uh, is supposed to symbolize onyx, which is supposed to be for a sexual passion. And it had stuff twisted and twine and all of that and all of that stuff up inside this witch's bottle and so she's like oh this guy's trying to ensnare trying to ensnare you with a love potion <laughs> yeah man that stuff is a uh, hmm. i've seen some videos of people's like summoning and channeling certain demons and stuff and i'm just like dude is this real <laughs> Yeah, and you know, have you you see those videos on YouTube of actual of uh, video captures demon live, and a lot of those videos they they're fake. So they're most like, of them, all of them are fake, pretty much. But but there are some that make you wonder because uh, well, most of the time these things don't manifest in the material plane like that. Well, well, no, I mean some of the actual physical beings, and the reason being is because some of these physical beings have actually shown up in history before. For example, when people see. Uh, images of what is believed to be the Wendigo, for example. It's shown up in history before, not as a Wendigo, but as satyrs from Greek mythology. And then there's also uh, these cave-dwelling creatures, like the one in the, in Kentucky, the cave the cave creature of Briar County. And it looks like a, it looks like a human. It's pale skin because it never sees daylight because it lives in a cave all the time and it apparently it can't see anything because it's virtually blind it lives in the caves but it looks humanoid in shape but it crawls on it walks on all fours most of the time looks like a very anorexic human with no hair and it's completely white because of lack of sunlight but then you have then you have creatures like the legendary sheep squatch, which is so bizarre. Have you heard of that one? Sheep no. Squatch. 
sheep squatch. It's so bizarre. So imagine this. Imagine Sasquatch, okay? It's about the same size, same heavyweight build, except instead of hair, it has wool-like fur. It has big sheep horns. It has the face of a boar or, or a wild dog. It has a possum's tail, raccoon's hands, and the feet of a deer. And, I'm done. and it's apparently it's been witnessed uh earliest sighting was back in the 1800s by the loggers it's getting they, too crazy dude we gotta shut it down yeah we, we got we got to <laughs> we, we we strayed off of the we straight off the news uh quite a bit but you know we like to end these on some fun topics i hope you guys don't have any nightmares tonight probably will <laughs> okay well with that being said, well, thank you guys for listening to us tonight here on the Serve America SOA News, which I'm I'm, trying, I'm plugging that now. I'm, call, I'm claiming that as the SOA News Mississippi chapter. <laughs> and, um, but follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, on Truth Social, follow us on the Discord, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, everywhere that you can find us, the Story of America, or Pesa Williams, the Story of America, PW. And we have enjoyed you guys tonight, and we hope you guys have enjoyed us tonight. And that is the show. Uh, stay tuned for this weekend. We're going to do a casual Saturday stream, and we're also going to go over the Federalist Papers, number 11 through 15, on Sunday. So stay tuned for that, and join us on our live streams.